You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, let's do this thing. This studio is so full of love right now. It's unbelievable. This is it's beautiful. I, I got a I got a beaming smile from ear to ear right now because of the love that's going on in the Bustos Media World Headquarters here. We have uh, Ted Maxwell from Southern Arizona Leadership. Ted, good morning. Morning, Chris. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how far down your recommended playlist Matt spins some of these love tunes. Oh, don't you? We're gonna we're, don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. It's coming, buddy. I, I, I just want to see if he's back there blushing on any of them that you've you've put on the list. Well, we got some sexy ones in there. Don't you worry. <laughs> Matt's going to be... Matt's going Matt's gonna to try to hit the play button and hit the dump button at the same time. <laughs> but they're so far away from each other. Who designed this place? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, remember, in an hour, we have Dr. Robert Malone, uh, one of the inventors of mRNA vaccine technology, who's the guy after it. Two Christmases ago, we went on Joe Rogan for about two and a half hours, and he made Neil Young very unhappy, and Neil pulled all his music for about three months, and then he said, I need some money, so got to pay for that maple syrup farm up in Canada somehow. So, uh, Ted, let's talk about, let's start off with real quick, um, We're gonna, I do want to talk about this whole this TEP franchise agreement vote that's going to go on in the city of Tucson in May and kind of inform everybody on that. But uh, Interstate 10, so believe it or not, I'll tell you off air, a daughter of a friend of the show got in a car accident over the weekend because of that stupid stretch of road. Right? I mean, there's, I too much, there's too much traffic going on on too little road. Absolutely. There's, there's no doubt about oh, that. Oh, at 87 miles an hour. Well, and and, and, that, and and that is that that is part of the challenge. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I told you I stayed to the seventy-five miles an hour every time I go up there. I drive up to Phoenix all, all the time. Classic. Pilot. But the, cha- the challenge you've got, yeah, the challenge you've got, <laughs> the challenge you've got on that road is we go three lanes, two lanes, three lanes, two lanes, and there's really no even in that one segment, nineteen miles that commercial vehicles are supposed to stay in the right lane. It doesn't happen. No. So it's, it's, it, I know you focused a lot on, you've got to have enforcement when you've, when you've got rules and, and laws and regulations in place. And there's just, there's just not a lot of enforcement out there, especially on that side. But even what we're going to try to do and what we're I trying rarely to, see a cop through there. Oh no. It, well, it, and nowadays you have warnings on it. I mean, you get on any map, good map system and it's going to tell you speed check ahead. But, what we're trying to do now is expand it all to three lanes the entire route. And for a long time with the, the Gila River Indian community and some of the right-of-ways and some of that, it was a problem. But the, the Gila River Indian community is on board now. Everybody's on board. It's just now finding the financings to do it. Last year's legislature gave $400 million to put to ex- make that expansion. So it it be essentially three lanes all the way from um, Phoenix to Tucson. Uh and we thought we'd be very competitive in the space of getting uh, one of the mega grants under the IJA for the additional three hundred fifty million, which will allow us to do it as a single project. What's an IJA for the uh, uh, IJA is the is the um, it's the Infrastructure uh, and Jobs Act that was passed. The bill, gotcha. the bipartisan infrastructure law. Oh, that it's piece the, of it's, crap! It's the it's, <laughs> it, it's the one that put, put a lot of money into it. But a lot of it, about forty percent of it, went to new programs. So there's there's. You're right. There's some challenges on that as well, but we thought the mega grants this is going to be a perfect one. Connectivity. We bring in over 50 percent of the project. I mean, all the things look good. However, um, 
We are in a political world, and there was about $1 billion in that first set of mega grants. There's going to be about a billion in the next, and there were only two what I'd call large projects. Obviously, we were asking for $350 million. Uh, there was about a $360 million project. Happened to go to the to the uh, state of the the speaker of the house at the time, and then there was another two hundred about two hundred sixty million dollar project that ate it up, and the rest of it went to smaller projects that that need to go along. So ADOT's going to go back and try to see if we can get the next round of mega grants. But at, the, at currently, T.J. Shope's got a bill up in the legislature for another three hundred fifty million of the. $1.8 billion, which if we talk about the budget all, at all today, the skinny budget has passed and will be going to the, to the governor's desk. To that, die. To, it's going to die. There's no <laughs> doubt. And they know it. I mean, it's, it's, yep, it, sure. it is, it, it's all of the posturing, and I think we're still seeing posturing, and we probably won't see significant issues other than the, the AEL, so the education bill has been taken care of. Um, spending, I should say the education spending has been taken care of. Uh, we won't see anything, I think, significant for a couple months. There's going to be a lot of posture. And you're going to see both sides running bills that they're going to be able to go back to their constituents and say we're going to do it. But back to I-10, if part of that $1.8 billion of excess revenue from last year, when it gets divided, it's going to get divided. There's going to be give and take on both sides, I think. If we can get the $350 million, that will allow us to do I-10 in its entirety. The unique thing about I-10 this time is the plan with the current $400 million is to start in Tucson and widen three lanes going up. Rarely see that. Normally it starts in Phoenix where it's, it's and, and builds towards Tucson. Uh, why would we, st- what are we starting in Tucson? It, it start, start from Southern Arizona. So the three lane, ex- the, the expansion to three lanes would start where the two lanes occur right now, which is... Oh, we're, so you're talking about Casa Grande. Yes. Okay, that's yeah, not it's, Tucson, it's, but... Well, it's going to... It's, there's... Yeah, no, I guess we are, Casa Grande is the superior... Three lanes all the they're way the superior economic power right now, but so let's say their name we're gonna for build God's sa- sake. I guess the easier way to say it, Chris, is we're going to build it south to north, which puts a lot of pressure on the only area being two lanes being up in, in Maricopa, and that means the folks up there are going to be concerned about it. That means we've probably got a better chance of getting some money. And we ideally that project would be done in a single project. It will save about three to four years of time and probably about 30 to 40% of the funding because if you split it into two, you've got all the overhead, you've got all the other problems that you run into when you get into these large projects. That started in Casa Grande. We call that the, uh, we call that party arty, right? There was that guy with the, uh, the I, I remember the, with the, the trail, car, yeah, right? With the, it was party arty. It was his, yeah. he had some sort of Twitch and YouTube channel where you could watch party arty play video games. Yep. And then his dad, his mom finally said, okay, we got to stop. There's like weirdos coming to the house now. We got to get this off. So and anyway, you, you get on Twitch, you get on those things, you become real popular Par- real fast. So party arty, that's where I always, that's where the party really begins right there when the goes to two lanes. So um, how does that, that money uh, play in, in relation to the big budget of Arizona right now? That is it. A, is this something that we got? Well, bu- the, the biggest challenge, and this is why I think you're going to see a lot of posturing over the Let's just assume the feds never come through. That it, realistically, this year, they're looking, the, the budget estimations are going to be about $1.2 billion of excess funding. Kind of last year, remember, there was a million dollars for water, $400 million for uh, transportation. That was all excess funding on the, the predictions. The revenue predictions coming out of JLBC tend to be low on the low side, assuming the economy's doing well. Uh, and that's, you know, doesn't, the inflation obviously impacts the economy, but but it's just on what their predictions are for the next year. And we believe there's going to be over a billion dollars available. So, can Senator Shope effectively argue for an inclusion of that $350 million and get the support from the, the it's, legislature? It's literally one of the most important 
traffic in the entire state. It's not even close. There's no doubt about it. And and the challenge, we originally had heard that one of the issues with the mega grants is they were looking for multimodal opportunities. But we've talked about hardball roads don't have that that opportunity. You don't want a bike path on I-10 or near I-10 or there's... there's, there are a lot of ways, if you are a bi- bicyclist that wants to drive from, ride on a long ride from Tucson to Maricopa, to Phoenix, you can do that, but you don't want to do it in the vicinity I-10. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to jump into this TEP franchise agreement. Um, Nick Myers is at my Northwest Republican Association meeting on Saturday, and he and I talked before the meeting, and I asked him, why isn't this going before you guys? And then he said, he explained why the extra 75 cents is not going yeah, up to those guys. It, it is, it is, it's a special election for those who don't know. Oh, it's special. May 16th inside <laughs> the city of Tucson. And uh, the use of special elections is always, there's always reasons for it. And it, it makes, it sometimes limits the, the turnout and some other things, but it makes, this is one I think you've got to get into the specifics of what they're asking for to really understand it. I agree with that. And, there, and, and we'll come back and. I don't know if you're going to even try to convince me that there was that they shouldn't that they make this a May 16th instead of the first week of November where they're already having an election. So you don't have to tell me what it is, but is there any reason? This is our tease. Are there any reasons why the special election instead of November? Oh, the reason they anybody'd place something on a special election instead of November is they believe that's the better opportunity for passage for them to get the votes that are going to take it through. That's look at this. I rarely give this to Ted, but he gets one. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. That might be a first. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. But this it is might how be. much love is coming oh, out of me oh, it's today. Just wait. It's, it's Valentine's I'm, Day. I'm glad Hallmark, you know, made this holiday for us <laughs> so, so I could finally get a ding. It's a Southern Arizona Leadership Valentine's Day special. <laughs> Seven sixteen in the morning. You're on Wake Up Tucson. Ten thirty. The Voice. Local news and talk. What's our next one here, guy, buddy? This one goes out to Catherine from Mark. Little Debarge. All this love. A little something from. Teddy to Gloria, Los Panchos, El Relo. Did I miss? I, I missed the dedication, obviously. So what, to, to Gloria from Teddy. Ah, beautiful. Los Panchos, El Relo. Beautiful, love it. Look at us. We're doing Love Day here on Valentine's Day. Uh, who'd ever thought that that's what Wake Up Tucson would be about? We've been doing it every year, buddy. I know. Every I know. year. This one, is not a new day, thing. One day of the year is a good time to, to get in that Hell kind of yes. mood. Hell yes. Hell yes. For you. Then we'll, we'll, we'll rip the knob off later. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's a special election going on uh, on May 16th. It's, a, uh, it's between TEP and the city of Tucson. And so, and again, they're only having it on May 16th because they want no one to show up and vote and make it easier to get it to pass and not make it an issue with raising fees or whatever when they're all running for early election in November, right? There's no other reason to, to run this, there, right? There's always they? a lot of reasons to look at it. Even the RTA, I'll be honest, we're looking, we've been discussing whether it'd be best to get the RTA on in, in May versus in the middle of the 24 election because there's going to be so much else going on. The farther you put in November, it obviously gets watered down. However, to your point, historically, turnouts are significantly lower for a special election, just like they're in the primary. I mean, the primary, we get less than about a 30% turnout in the, in the general. You get about 60 to, to 70, depending on what municipality or what if it's a presidential or governor The race. 2015 bond election that we murdered there after Chuck and everyone spent 300 grand, was that, that, was that a May? That, 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 no, that was in November. That was November. Yeah, that, okay. one was, that one was in November. Okay. 
So. And so was that other prop for mm-hmm. the fix the roads thing. Was that, that was November too? Yep. yep. Correct. Yep. So I mean, there's there's obviously costs associated with it, and uh, and they they yeah, balance the city it of out. Tucson. And, we don't have any money. We yeah. don't have any money. Let's have a special election for our election because we need to slam it through. Well, it's there's th- so everybody understands what this is asking. Is it's really two twofold to it. There's two couple major parts to it, and the two yes. major parts is the continuation of the franchise fee, or the fran- sorry the franchise. Um, agreement between the city of Tucson and TP and what the franchise agreement, they're pretty standard throughout all municipalities. And what it does, it gives TP the ability to use right, the Tucson right of ways without having to coordinate for it in advance. So it, it helps in both emergency situations, uh, quick needs and repairs. If you've got down power lines, it, they can do that without having any, having to go through a process to get authorization to go. Now, if it's a true emergency, they can they can take emergency measures and then fill out all the paperwork later. But what it does, it stream, streamlines a lot of the, what you'd call bureaucratic red tape, because they're not going to not have the electric company come in and fix the issues or the problems. So that's that's one of the big things. And it, it's... But this it, has to do more with real new infrastructure when you say fix problems. No, no, no. This Well, that's... But the what the part that you want to get to right away is the increase of the 0.75 I didn't get there. I just, I just said if this is... But this is... This is, this is, this is you not, said it's going to fix things. Isn't this no, for no, more no, new no, infrastructure? No, no, no. Right of ways. The authorization of the user right of ways in the situation of either emergencies, old uh, old infrastructure, things they have to go in and fix. They don't have to coordinate it with the city of Tucson. They've already got authorization because of the franchise fee that they can use the city of Tucson's right of ways. Franchise agreement. You keep saying Agreed. fee. I do. Well, that's because I know you want to get to the money side of it. Don't, but, po- don't, don't project that crap on me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We, the, the little pre-conversations we have. I know where, you, I know where we're going to get. Um, I've been very patient. And that's so for, from TEP's perspective, that is one of the huge reasons that they'd be supportive of this is, is their current uh, franchise agreement expires in 26. So they could, you know, if, if this doesn't pass in, in May, then they've got time to, again, come back and ask them, because the voters do have to pass the franchise agreement. That's part of the part of the laws and the statutes that are in place. So that's that's one reason they want they want to do it now. They've got to figure out between now and 26. Kind of like I t- told you off there is the RTA. We've talked about do we want to run a May? Do we want to run it in 24? Do you want to run it in 25? You don't want to generally let these things come up against the deadline before you put them in front of the So voters. I think all elections should be in November. That's the way I think it is. That's the way it should be. I, I wouldn't argue with that right? wholeheartedly. It's, and I, no, but if I'm the people that want to slam this through, whether it's RTA or the city, you do it in May. I got it. You, you you don't want you don't want that much input from your dirty citizens, so put it in May. The, the, I get the it. one opportunity with a May or a, another a non November election is the ability to really focus on one item. I'm just going. I don't know if there's anything else on the, the May election. I don't think there is. I think this is going to be a one item election. There will only be now. I'll, the question. I, I, be, I will. I will give you uh, a chance to take that back because you just said that we get to focus on that. Come on, are you kidding? I'm, Please I've, stop. I've, what I've told, stop well, I, I, you know, you're right. Here's the challenge. But here's the challenge. Stop. Depends if the community, the powers that be that are trying to get these things done, that believe it should be done, they're probably not going to draw a lot of attention to it, like you just said. But that doesn't mean the citizens can't ask. The citizens I, can't I have parlay. sat with people I mean, in the county years ago. Me and Higgins had meetings with them in Rigos in the dark recesses in the early days. And they always talked about May elections is of when course. you slam stuff through that you don't want to mess with anything else. And no one shows up to vote. We talked about that big, uh, the last big bond that Chucky got passed for hundreds of millions of dollars. 
right? Literally had a 12% turnout. And, and Chris, that's the point. What, if somebody so wants I, thought, some, I thought we want everyone to participate in our, in our wonderful do. democracy. You and I do. We want people to show up. We, I, we, we are correct, and we want them to show up educated. And we don't want the snowbirds showing up either. We, we, uh, <laughs> November, you're they're back. Um, but the fact, of the, the fact of the matter is, all the the people that want this to pass are going to care about is fifty plus one vote. Hold that one thought, vote. Matt. Do your dedication. Very Got an important. extra special dedication to Katie from Ted. You and me by Lifehouse. Look at that. Here we go. I'm going to be quiet now. Oh no. Little Orleans, this goes out to Heather from Lawrence. We got a lot of love going here today. Love it. A lot of damn love going on today. And again, someone sent me the, the, the Valentine one that has Dr. Fauci on it in honor of Robert Malone. It says, you stop my heart. Wow. Welcome back to Wake Up Tucson. Ted Third of the Voice. Local oh, I, news. I, 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 can, talk. I can always count you for a good laugh. There's no doubt. Um... Back to the point of the May elections. I think it's important Hold for Hold on for two understand. seconds. We're, okay. we're talking about the franchise agreement vote that's coming up May 16th, City of Tucson. And I feel like they're they're slamming it through because they, they want as lowest voter participation as humanly possible. Makes it easier to get things through. Ted, no, go. The, there, there's no doubt. There's the voter turnout. If you look at the numbers that show up, it's the November elections really it. I mean, there's so many people that don't participate in the primaries, yet they miss the fact that... 90 plus percent of our elected officials are elected in the primaries because the way the, the districts are drawn or the wards or, 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 or issues like that. And you put it to a special election, which people really don't expect. Right, so di- redistricting and the idea, especially in the city of Tucson, because we have the citywide voting. Mm-hmm. So, so, so the everybody, it's all ward. All, if, it's all primary. If they want, primaries is where it happens. I would love to see that kind of turnout all uh, that we have in the November election always, but that doesn't happen. The one thing sometimes you do get more often on the the special, the, even the primary and the other, are informed voters. So if, if, if we talk about the primary where we know that the parties and the PCs, and they turn out the part, they, they turn out the voters who are active in the parties during For, the primaries. Uh, in August election. In August election. Yes. So they turn them out. So it's the same concept now you're doing it in May. You're going to turn out those no, people who are un- active. Untrue. Untrue. It's I, untrue. I, I would bet if you were actively involved and wanted something to get through, you'd be more liable to show up in a May election than Joe Citizen. What happens is the local Democrats hit hit the hyper-intense, whatever the thing they oh, want. But that, right? They just hit that, right? And they, they and they get that small amount of nuts to show up, and they get it slammed through, and they have a nice but, day. But Chris, absolutely, but that's what so. that's what that's what campaigns are all about. You're not targeting the people. But there's no reason. Again, there's no reason for them to do a special election other than they don't want it on their general election, and they want it easier to pass through. Can we, let's just stop there for now. I, I I will fully agree with you. They don't want it on the general election, and honestly, most people who are running anything other than a candidate do not want to be part of the November 2024 election. Right, because it's got the talks because you could basically say, well, you're supported raising a tax. Right. That that will be the only bite right. you're going to hear. In, in the poorest That's in the poorest one of the poorest cities in this western United States, right? Inflation's killing the place. Right? And you're going to raise the tax. And again, Richard Elias, God rest his soul, would call this a regressive tax on poor people. That's what he would. He Abs- said it absolutely. he said it in previous times he- when they talked about sales tax. If if there's no means testing to the sales tax, you bet he's he's going to be tell you it's aggressive, aggressive tax, which it is. So let's keep keep beating up the working poor of Tucson. Let's get to the so, exciting part. Well, yeah, let's get to the exciting part. But let's let's talk about it first. Let me set it up so people understand because the the electric or 
through this franchise fees, there are several, there's one tax that's paid by all the citizens that goes to the city of Tucson, and that's at 2.25%. Uh, and that goes to the city of Tucson. And then there's a utility tax that's part of that. I believe it's the city statutes might, might be state. I, I should probably know And utility one, tax was something that came in vogue after the, right in the wake of the 08. Correct. Depre- uh, recession where they were, they were scrambling for dough. Oral Valley has one. I remember yep. Satish telling yep, me, absolutely. One, me and Joe said, don't do this. He said, he gave us that shoulder hug he does where he pulls you in with a shoulder and he goes, hey, bro. It's just temporary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've seen how temporary ta- we seen, fifteen years later. Yeah, we've seen how temporary taxes work, haven't we? Um, so, so, there, so there's a franchise fee tax, and there's the utility tax already on it. So, the the big issue is probably going to revolve around the point seven five percent resiliency fee mm. charge. I think they called it a charge. Uh, either way. And what it is support, supports two things. In the first 10 years, almost 90% of that funding will go towards in infrastructure improvements to include uh, undergrounding of the new transmission lines and building of new substations, which will eliminate older substations. There's, there's a lot of things right now in the Midtown and the U of A area where they're already exper- experiencing um, blackouts or shortages of available power. And as our society continues to move, and if you look inside the city of Tucson, they're pushing really hard to continue to move towards EVs, towards other, things are creating an increased demand on the electricity. So the, their belief is one, with the passing of the scenic and gateway ordinance, any new power transmission lines in, oh. that, in that region have to be underground. And then there is a need for a new substation, which TP's I am fascinated on what the scenic area is please tell me it's sam hughes neighborhood it it goes it, go, <laughs> it, it goes along the corridor of the along the u of a <laughs> so it is and i i i do not do not have the full dimensions of the graphics of it but i know that's what's created the conversation because tp's gates pass been plant scenic highway scenic road been, they've been planning speedway <laughs> scenic road they, they they've they've been planning to do this transmission <laughs> increase the new lines for a long time and the the argument is do you want them above ground with you know where they're visible where they're things or do you want them underground what and i what i there. love is now i can have the discussion about underground all day tp will keep putting above ground around the city of tucson yeah. I, and i can have this Absolutely. discussion right I, I get it right now they don't care about any of those 5g towers that are all around everyone's neighborhood either that look like crap Right, and who could have just as ba- some sort of? I'm just saying the five Gers just don't have the pull that TEP has. Let's just say that, okay. And what I'm saying is, so it's only in the the U of A corridor for uh, the scenic corridor. I, I, the rest of you can go mm, screw, is what yeah. it sounds like to me. I'm not exactly sure where the scenic corridor is defined. That's my understanding of it, and, oh, and yours too. Someone I've, get I me the scenic that. corridor map stat, I, I, as they say. I, I, I'm sure you can do a quick search, and by we come out of the next break, you, you'll have it. Um, but the, so 90% of the funding for the first 10 years will go to increasing the infrastructure and the capability to deliver energy to that, to that segment of town specifically. Um, it's only, obviously, I think everybody understands it's only inside the city of Tucson. So this is only the city of Tucson uh, taxpayers we're talking about. That will be. And be that's why we and don't have to go through a corporation. We, we don't have to go through a corporation commission for Correct. the increase because it's only in the city of Tucson. Right. And, this, 
and it doesn't affect any of the ratepayers outside of the city of Tucson. Correct. But eventually, they'll come get you to pay for this crap, guys. It'll 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 creep up. It, they're, they're, you're gonna be the people outside of the city of Tucson will be paying for this. You're just not seeing it. Yeah, this 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 one's not quite like the water where they decided water fees outside the city of Tucson would be increased over the city ones. This is this is not in in that shape. Now. The part that I know you want to get to is where we talk about what else can those funds be used for. Again, mm-hmm. first 10 years, about 90%, they believe, will go to infrastructure. The other 10 can, uh, percent and the future uh, continuation of this tax will be can be used for the to support the city's resiliency, or resiliency climate action plan. Okay. And therefore, it can be used for everything from modifying buildings to decarbonize their use for for anything else that they've outlined. And there's a long list of things that they've outlined in it. The biggest concern really on this is, is the infrastructure necessary? Absolutely. Um, And that's going to be the argument. The argument's going to be, okay, we understand the need for the infrastructure, but do we want to support the rest of the rest of the issues that are in the the plan? And that's going to be a decision that's going to fall upon the city of Tucson voters. So... (laughs) Uh, tell me about tell me about climate action, where the money's going to go, because we're creating we're, we're going to basically hire more bureaucrats with the money. It sounds like, and so remember we already gave you the first paragraph of that one page about this the climate action plan that the under remember the uh, oh, the privileged white areas uh, are, are are real cool in the summer because they have more vegetation, and then of course in the city there's uh, Matt. What was the impermeable? What was that again? Impermeable surfaces. Oh, that's right. And Matt said, which road in the city of Tucson is impermeable because they all look pretty permeable to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if you if you want to list some things that they can be used for, Please. here they go. Go about it. Um, decarbonizing city-owned and operating buildings and facilities. Mm-hmm. They can be used to promote energy distribution resources such as rooftop solar and provide local renewable energy, uh, enhanced energy resiliency, uh, promote electric vehicle via charging infrastructure expansion so we, they could be, be used to build more charging stations uh, throughout the city uh, transition public agency fleets to a zero emission and net zero emission vehicles Beautiful. That's, that's the both the city vehicles as well as probably the, the transit fleet if it's not already there um, establish accessibility resiliency hubs across city wards bolster city owned and community wide heat mitigation resources and the, all the issues that they defined but that their goals of their climate action plan was for that's what this fee would be used beyond the infrastructure needs and improvements uh, done by tp the the franchise issue if it doesn't pass it will still stand to the same franchise um plan or agreement until 2026 at some point it will come back in front of the voters um it's important for our utility providers to have those franchise agreements it makes it safer, more efficient, effective, sure. and cheaper to get done. Um, the question on this one will be will revolve around the seventy, the point seven five, or the three quarters percent increase on the tax. All right, we'll talk a little bit more about this when we come back. Al's on the line; he's got a comment. We're on with Ted Maxwell. One more segment before Doctor Robert Malone at the top of the hour. Matt, what do you got, buddy? It's a little uh, Fleetwood Mac goes out to Teddy from John. This is not only a Valentine's Day dedication. It's a birthday dedication, so John has extra, extra, <laughs> extra special duties on February 14th with uh, Valentine's Day. and uh, Well, happy birthday and happy love day to, to Teddy and John. Wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news talk. Johnny Guitar Watson.
For listener Pat, a special dedication. Oh, this is sultry. This is going. This is for our friend Pat Hirsch. I had to read the lyrics just to make sure we didn't get Matt in trouble. I want to ta-ta you, baby. Woo! Oh, that uh, is yeah. sultry. Wake that, up after dark. Matt, Matt's starting to blush back there. I think just the a um, little. <laughs> I think the the mayor. I think the the mayor and TEP want to tata you on May sixteenth, seven forty nine. Having a moment there. <laughs> then it was ruined again. Uh, let's get Al on the line. Al, good morning. You're on with myself and Ted Maxwell. What's up, sir? Good morning, gentlemen. This is a kiss my grits moment. <laughs> I, I just don't think that we should have to pay because the Broadway and Country Club neighborhood does not want power lines and. Did U of A, Banner University Hospital wants more power? If they want it, they can pay for it. Why do I have to pay for it? It doesn't help me. That's not right. So I guess the, the counter would be is that um, they're going to get you anyway. <laughs> oh, it's the truth. It, that's exactly the truth. But that's not right. And people need to stand up. I mean, if people want something for their neighborhood, I don't want to pay. Even though they say, you know, like everybody else, oh, it's just a couple more lattes. Oh, lattes are almost ten bucks now. <laughs> the uh, so again, my thing is, is that this is a, this this should be a hard no because of the seventy five cents tax. If they want to, because breaking open a franchise, it's not like there's going to be open competition for an electric thing because that's it's the whole thing about they own the lines and all that other jazz. Okay, I get that, but the, the first of all. You're going to crush the working poor again in this town. They're getting crushed, dude. They're getting crushed. If there's a town getting crushed working poor-wise, it's Tucson, right? Not just how much it costs for stuff, right? But also, as we like to say in the business world, there's the crime tax. You're dealing with all these other things going on in your world. Price of gas still isn't that friendly. Okay. Then, you know, this is just Chris talking. This would, if, if Ted, you know, if I said this in an SLC meeting, they throw knives at me. Uh, TEP has been on the wrong side of pretty much every political candidate that's ruined this town in the beginning. We've talked to you about how their their pack has supported every person that's ever ruined the place, and so I don't think they're an amazing partner either in this. So let the city and them redo their agreement and get the tw- get the seventy five cents out of my life. Is my take. So, Al, thanks for the call. Happy Love Day. Yeah, Al, and it's good. Good point. A lot of issues, especially because one of the things we face in this community all the time is the big, big word everybody talks about: nimbyism. Not in my backyard. They, we don't want people don't want certain things done. Whether it's the building of affordable housing, the building of up. You know, we what we talk about. We need to get a little bit more denser and we so therefore we need to build up but nobody wants the the building up to be in a current being in their backyard so it blocks their views or it takes away from them and and it, it's a challenge i'll disagree with you a little on the hospital side of it only because you know what's in it for you it depends that you don't want to be in the hospital when the power really does run short and i'm not saying we're there that yet that's not a you know i'm not trying to say that that's the reason you should go out and vote for this you got to you just gave tep and, and the mayor it. their new postcard yeah but it's, you could be having open heart surgery it's it's amazing how people don't like stuff until they need it that's all i'm saying and that's not saying that this is a reason to support this i'm not not saying that in that case alone the challenge will be is if if tep can't handle if, the needs of a shrinking if, city <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the, unfortunately, the demands are still going up. So if it was shrinking, it'd be different. The, the demands Have you looked at our up. congressional <laughs> districts? 
there's nobody here compared to the rest of the states. That, that, there you go. That's a point. I was going, relative, our districts are shrinking massively. That's what I'm saying. Because there's been no growth. And there's some people in this town that don't want growth. Let's be honest about it. We've That's well, that's been a challenge for this region forever. Isn't, you know, isn't that our number one yeah. driving force, right, is no growth, and I want to be the last person to move here. That's it. That that's it, and it's and that covers across all the issues we talk about: roads, infrastructure, utilities, water. Everybody, everybody takes those arguments and turns it into what they want. And that's the challenge of politics, and that's why we eventually go to the to the voters for a lot of these decisions. Yep, it's going to be uh, on uh, May sixteenth. You can only vote between eleven o'clock in the morning and uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. So we can really focus on those voters who really are educated about TEPs. Well, seventy-five cents. Re- remember, I, I believe this one will be a uh, all mail-in, the all mail-in ballots. That's how the city of Tucson does all their elections. One of our so, nurse, one of our nurses at Banner just said Banner has plenty of backup power on their property. Oh, I don't <laughs> doubt that for sure. I mean, trust me, the last thing they want to do is. Be, be hurt by a shortfall so there's no doubt that i would i would hope they do all right let's get off this piece of crap what's what's the what's this prop number for this they have a number for this i thing? have not seen the prop number oh, okay so I, I mean when you're the only bill on the when you're the only thing on the ballot it could be you know i'm sure it's probably a 400 probably a 401 all right don't know yet all right just just want to identify yeah well as soon as i know that number i'll make sure you get it uh what's going on with the rta we uh, i saw uh, rexy tried to do a uh Kumbaya op-ed one more time. I think you're going to see some more of those come about on the op-eds. It's it's important for everybody to realize that this is a regional impact. Every municipality will be impacted if the RTA doesn't uh, get reauthorized. I got a question for you. Uh, You're on the RTA board. What happens if we do RTA without the city of Tucson? What happens? If 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 it passes, it looks identical. The the if any one of the municipalities they can pull out of the RTA they all they want, but if the Pima County Regional Transportation Authority is still in place, we can put to the voter a citywide tax whether the Let's say municipalities say yes want that. it or not. How's that look? It depends what's in the plan. Hey. It, it, it's we in the last RTA, the majority of Tucson citizens majority were were voted opposed. The the area around. Tucson really carried the RTA. Um, so, has anyone ever thought about doing the RTA? What the projects would look like without the city of Tucson? Well, the, so the question is, and this has been discussed. If if the city was to choose, hey, say we're not going to support this, so you're going to have the mayor and council, which on, honestly, God forbid, I hope doesn't happen, opposing it. The question is, if you want to still get it to pass throughout Pima County, do you include the, the projects that you believe the city of Tucson residents know they need? And because the, the city can come back and say, well, we're not going to sp- support our funds at some point, then it's a pretty straightforward blame, but we're not going to get there. I really don't believe I would be. There. I would recommend you guys do a whole other plan with all the projects that have no city of Tucson in it. I want to go to the old sitcom trope where the brother and the two brothers who live in the uh, the bedroom and they get in a fight and they put the piece of tape down the middle of yeah. the right, <laughs> yeah. 
right? And I, and, and I would love to have a, a, the, big, the big white line where the city of Tucson falls apart outside of the RTA and says, we're not responsible for anything south of here. Not a county mount, maintained road. The, the, the challenge would be you cannot <laughs> go to the voters without including all the residents of Pima County. That's the city of Tucson. So if the city of Tucson isn't behind it, the chance of the RTA, when you know that a lot of the folks who are against any kind of tax, including a continuation of a tax outside of the city of Tucson are going to be hard-nosed, you're, you're not going to get it through. That's the challenge. You say we, we wouldn't get it through without the city of Tucson? You, you have to... The city of Tucson residents will be allowed to vote whether they're involved in it or not. So you cannot take a vote... Why is that? Be, because Pima County incorporates the city of Tucson. The P Pima Association of Governments includes all the municipalities, all the residents... So you just do a whole new thing. I don't think that's legal. I don't think you can carve municipalities out of an RTA for well, the, from the well, voting side. Well, it sucks side. now that Cobbs is the governor because she wouldn't sign side. something like that for you guys True. to do your own thing. But because that's the way to go. You know, May Mayor Ed's talked about it. They can you can create a association of governments or a regional transportation authority if you get appropriate, uh, you know, the legislation through. And if you've got the majority up there, which you don't have right now because you've got a split between the governor's office. I got but some sympathy for you kids, because think about it. These, the city of Tucson has an incorrigible child who doesn't take care of their infrastructure. And they're trying to tell you guys that you guys suck, you've screwed them over, and none of this, and any of their is their fault. And we're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna try to drive this to our way. Yeah. Well I'll I'll argue with them all day on on the the, the latter the last statement you made is are have they not received what's they've benefited from RTA and the funding and the infrastructure Again, as much no, as no, anybody. No one in the media is asking them the tough so, questions of when they get to that point of shooting their mouth off on radio shows or newspaper. No one's no one's pushing them to say, "What do you mean? Where, where did you get screwed? Show me where you got screwed." And I think right? I, I I believe not a hundred percent, but I believe the majority of the members of the mayor and the, the mayor and the council. I know the mayor understands that they have benefited from RTA1. It's been a significant impact well, on their Well, they might say that over a cup arterials. of coffee before the meeting starts over. She's not going out there publicly and saying that. that. And that's the I word. I mean, her that, and Kazachik basically make you guys look like the, the that you're like the worst people in the world. And that's the work of the RTA board. What we need to do is we need to start building consensus of and of all the leaders standing around. It doesn't help when Mayor Ed says, you know, my council says I can walk. It doesn't help when Mayor Romero says, my council says I can walk. We don't need anybody to walk unless you just don't want it. Sounds like everyone's going to have to take care of their own roads. All right. Good seeing you, sir. That'd be dangerous. Always good. Robert Malone coming up next.